Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Genesis. Tonight is study number 24 of Genesis chapter 2. And we're going to read from verse 23 of Genesis 2. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Well, before we we move on, um, we should spend a little time discussing the Bible's teaching regarding marriage and divorce. And we've already touched on this. We we've mentioned that uh, God's creation, that God began the marriage institution. That marriage is um, really a, a figure of the spiritual marriage between Christ and his church. It's a picture of salvation in order for God to bring the bride unto the man. And the man would represent Adam and the bride would represent Christ. First, he caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man Adam. Or first... God poured out his wrath and Christ died at the point of the world's foundation and through the atonement, through the atoning work of the Lord Jesus Christ, the woman came forth and and now God had paid in the person of Jesus, had paid for her sins and it was a matter of building the woman throughout earth's history as the gospel would go forth and and Christ as he said I will build my church upon the rock upon the foundation of his own death is what the woman was built upon that's why the marriage institution is so important and it's why God provided protection for it throughout history and and he protected it with statements with commandments for instance god says in malachi chapter 2 and verse 16 in the first part of the verse for jehovah the god of israel saith that he hateth putting away and putting away is another way of saying divorce god hates divorce he hates putting away and so God has made statements like this. He he created the marriage relationship. And as we read in the New Testament, in Luke chapter 16, in one verse in Luke 16, it says in verse 18, whosoever putteth away his wife. That's what God hates, according to Malachi. Whosoever putteth away his wife 
and marrieth another, committeth adultery, and whosoever marrieth her that is put away from her husband, committeth adultery. And and here uh, God is establishing a, a, a strong law, and he's letting it be known. And this is why when men would marry, when women would marry throughout much of history, they realized how serious a matter it was. Because according to Luke sixteen eighteen, if a man puts away his wife and marries another woman, of course, in most of Earth's history, the, the idea of marrying another man was unheard of. It was preposterous. It wasn't even in the realm of possibility. But but let's not get into that. But here, whoever puts away his wife and marries another commits adultery. And whoever marries her that is put away from her husband. So here, here let's say there's a, a man who's not been married. And he meets this woman who was previously married and he really likes her. He loves her. He wants to marry her. Well, God says if he does, she was put away from her husband that that also is adulterous. And the only way to understand this when we ask the question, why, why would it be adultery for a a man to put away a wife and marry another? Why would it be adultery for a woman who was put away, previously married, and marries another? Why are those relationships, those new marriages, adultery? There's only one answer. What is adultery? Adultery is when you are already married, and then you have sexual relations with someone else and it's an adultery because you're already married and that's what the bible is teaching that if if you put away your wife or if the wife who's been put away uh, goes and marries another well you're still married to your first or former spouse and therefore any Next marriage or additional marriage is adultery because you're already and still married. And that's the Bible's insistent teaching. Well, in Matthew chapter 19, the Pharisees had a point. They had a point. They knew the Old Testament. And so they raise an issue. And it's, it's actually a good question. In Matthew 19, verse 3, the Pharisees also came unto him, tempting him, and saying unto him, Is it lawful for a man to put away his wife for every cause? And he answered and said unto them, Have ye not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female, and said, for this cause shall a man leave father and mother and shall cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. Wherefore, 
they are no more twain, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man put asunder. Now, today we see true believers, and true believers have an archaic understanding of marriage and divorce. The the child of God, the elect, the church no longer has this understanding. They've allowed the edge of the wedge with their clause for adultery, except for fornication. And now they have divorce for for everything under the sun. If um, the husband doesn't like the way the wife sneezes, they can get divorced. And so the marriage institution has been shattered in the church, shattered in the world, But God's people, God's elect, maintain, because the Bible maintains, and the Bible insists that marriage is until death, that that God initiated, he uh, created the marriage institution, and there's not to be divorce for any reason. And that's what The Pharisees were coming to Jesus. Jesus taught he was very traditional and and he taught there wasn't to be divorced. That's why the Pharisees are coming tempting him. Jesus's position was no divorce for any reason whatsoever. And so the Pharisees come tempting him. Is it lawful for a man to put away his wife for every cause? That that's everything um, possible, any and every possible reason. And Jesus' answer is, what therefore God has joined together, let not man put asunder. Do not divorce. God hateth putting away. So did Jesus, because Jesus is God. Well, now they, they came tempting him, testing him, because they had a verse up their sleeve. And and so in verse 7 of Matthew 19, they say unto him, Why did Moses then command to give a writing of divorcement and to put her away? Ah, we got you. We got you. You're not infallible. You're, you're not this perfect man that everybody says you are. You're not the Messiah. You don't even know that in the Old Testament, Moses allowed for divorce. They must have heard that Jesus taught there was not to be divorce for any reason. And this verse that God moved Moses to write is positioned in, in a very plain way. Verse 1 of the beginning of a chapter. So it it, it would have been well known. And so they, they thought they had him. They thought they had him. A mistake was made. An error was made by this infallible prophet Jesus. And, and actually, if we go back to Deuteronomy 24, we'll see why they felt pretty confident in this. It says in Deuteronomy 24 and verse 1, when a man hath taken a wife and married her, and it come to pass that she find no favor in his eyes, 
because he has found some uncleanness in her, then let him write her a bill of divorcement and give it in her hand and send her out of his house. It does say it, doesn't it? If, if a man takes a wife, marries her, and, and so it, it, it specifically says marries her, and yet he finds some uncleanness, then he is permitted to write a bill of divorce and to send her out of his house, to put her away. The, the law Moses wrote and it was recognized this is God's law. The law of God permits divorce. So why are you saying, uh, we asked you for every cause and you say what God has joined together man is not to put asunder. So yes, they, they thought they had the law on their side. Well, it, going back to Matthew 19, in verse 8, Jesus answers their question. He saith unto them, Moses, Deuteronomy 24, 1, was written by Moses as God moved him to write the first five books. Moses, because of the hardness of your hearts, suffered you to put away your wives. But from the beginning, it was not so. And, and then Jesus gives the reason. Because of the hardness of your hearts, Pharisees, your hearts, Israel. And it just so happens when we read the Bible and, and in the Old Testament, we find that God speaks of being married to national Israel. And God also mentions divorcing her. In Jeremiah chapter 3, Verse 8, and I saw when for all the causes whereby backsliding Israel committed adultery, I had put her away and given her a bill of divorce. Yet her treacherous sister Judah feared not, but went and played the harlot also. Also in Isaiah chapter 50 and in verse 1, it says, Thus saith Jehovah, Where is the bill of your mother's divorcement, whom I have put away? God put away Israel. He married her to establish a, a type and a picture, and yet God put a law on the books by moving Moses to write that law. God put a law, a temporary law, on the books, that is the law book of God, which is the Bible, which permitted God to divorce Israel. National Israel, the corporate body, the corporate entity that was the outward representation of the kingdom of God to the people of the earth due to some uncleanness. It is exactly as Deuteronomy 24, 1 says, God took Israel to wife. He married her. She found no favor in his eyes. So he wrote her a bill of divorce and sent her out of his house. You're, you're no longer my wife. I'm no longer married to you. And, and so that's what Jesus is answering in Matthew 19 
Verse 8, he's answering the specific question, why did Moses then give a writing of divorcement to put her away? And Jesus answers that directly. That is, he's answering Deuteronomy 24, verse 1. Moses, because of the hardness of your hearts, suffered you to put away your wives. But from the beginning, it was not so. Jesus is reestablishing the law from the beginning, right from the beginning, from the creation, when God uh, created Adam, and, and then as we've been reading, he, he took his rib and he built the woman and he brought them together as man and wife. From the beginning, there was not to be divorced. Then, temporarily, God gave a law permitting divorce so he himself could utilize the law to divorce national Israel. But now, we're coming to the point of the veil of the temple being rent in twain, the divorce being finalized, and Jesus is reestablishing the law that what God has joined together, let not man put asunder. From the beginning, it was not so. And, and then in verse 9 of Matthew 19, And I say unto you, Whosoever shall put away his wife, except it be for fornication. That is, we just got done in the previous verse. We, we, we just finished talking about fornication, that uncleanness that Deuteronomy 24, 1 referred to. So, in other words, when Jesus says, except for fornication, He's saying, I've just answered you on the point of fornication. Now, I'm going to also let you know about every other possible reason, every cause, as they first came to him, asking him, is it lawful for a man to put away his wife for every cause? Okay, not for Deuteronomy 24.1, not for fornication. We've just discuss that and, and and so whosoever shall put away his wife and shall marry another committeth adultery and whoso marrieth her which is put away doth commit adultery and that now agrees with Luke 16:18 if you marry a divorced person or if you are a divorced person and marry another and their previous spouse is still alive, you commit adultery. You have violated the the marriage institution. Then and God is providing a safeguard around it because that marriage relationship is tremendously important. It illustrates, it shows forth the picture of God's salvation plan, and so God put a hedge about it. He he put protection round about it with these laws. In Mark chapter 10, it's um, more clear, straightforward here, beginning in verse 2. And the Pharisees came to him and asked him, Is it lawful for a man to put away his wife, tempting him? And 
He answered and said unto them, What did Moses command you? And they said, Moses suffered to write a bill of divorcement and to put her away. And Jesus answered and said unto them, For the hardness of your heart he wrote you this precept. But from the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife. And they twain shall be one flesh. So then they are no more twain, but one flesh. And then in verse 9, What therefore God hath joined together, let not man put asunder. And, and so there we can see it even clearer, more direct. Uh, the, the Pharisees raise their point, but then Jesus says, But from the beginning, from the beginning it, it was not so. And, and then again he reestablishes the law. This is the law of God. The law of the Bible is what God has joined together. Who was it that took the rib out of the man and brought them together? And in our verses in Genesis chapter 2, it says, The rib which Jehovah God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man and Adam said this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man God brought them together God joined them together in marriage and the two became one it is unlike any other relationship that we can think of it it's unlike any other institution we can think of. God did this. God joined them in marriage. And so he is providing safety for this tremendously important marriage relationship. Let not man put asunder. That is judges and lawyers and uh, individuals that that think they have all kinds of justification. Oh, you wouldn't believe uh, how my wife treats me or how my husband treats me or or the things going on in my marriage. You you wouldn't believe how bad it is, how awful it is. I, if anyone is justified, if anyone should be divorced, it is me. And no, let not man and and anyone thinking along those lines is a man. We're a woman. Let not the creature put asunder what the creator has joined together. And, and God has made his decree. He has uh, issued forth his proclamation concerning marriage. God's will for you, for me, for every human being is that marriage is until death, it is to last throughout the duration of one's lifetime or until one or the other spouse dies. And in verse 10 of Mark chapter 10, And in the house his disciples asked him again of the same matter. And he saith unto them, 
All right, now I'm just going to tell you, um, I'm summarizing it, and, and God's also emphasizing, re-emphasizing the point, whosoever shall put away his wife and marry another committeth adultery against her. And if a woman shall put away her husband and be married to another, she committeth adultery. You see how all these verses go together. They're, they're all in harmony. They're all in agreement. There is not to be divorce. And if there is divorce, there's not to be remarriage because that becomes adultery. And that's what the Word of God, the Bible teaches. In 1 Corinthians chapter 7, it says in verse 10, And unto the married I command, yet not I, but the Lord. Let not the wife depart from her husband, but and if she depart. And God's just simply recognizing the sinful tendency of man. But and if she depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband and let not the husband put away his wife. There again. That that's the situation. Anyone divorce, remain unmarried. Because you compound the problem, you multiply the sin by remarrying. Then you're getting into the area of adultery. Uh, verse 38. So then he that giveth her in marriage doeth well, but he that giveth her not in marriage doeth better. The wife is bound by the law as long as her husband liveth. But if her husband be dead, she is at liberty to be married to whom she will, only in the Lord. There God again says it, that the wife is bound by the law of God, the Bible, as long as her husband lives. It's only upon death that someone is now at liberties, free to marry whoever else would be qualified in as for a child of God to be someone in the Lord at only at that point. And, and so God has uh, provided these, these great protections for the marriage relationship. Also, God has done this in order to comfort the child of God who has become dead to the law through the body of Christ and in order to be married to another, according to Romans 7 verse 4, who is the Lord Jesus. We, we were married to the law and we were adulterous against the law of God and condemned as a result. But Christ made us dead to the law and we became married to him, to another. And in that marriage relationship, as he is the bridegroom, we are the bride. In that glorious spiritual union between Christ and his eternal church, we can never be divorced. We can never be put away. We can never be forsaken because God's word is absolutely clear on this point. What God has joined together, let not man put asunder. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. 
You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over Pal Talk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.